The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever, your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of you. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS TV, WXYZ people, all the boot rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And I hope you had a great Father's Day and a weekend and everything. Got to, you know, if you're if your earthly father's around, hopefully he was good to you, instructed you in the way you should go. And um, and you got a chance to tell him uh, thank you for what he input in, into your life. And if you didn't have one of those fathers, then maybe you had time to thank your Heavenly Father for preserving your life and leading you in the way that you're in uh, now, if you're walking in His grace. Uh, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face is made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and there's two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from Saturday. That's two hours of Bradley Dean. And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. Just click on the play button and blow it up on whatever device you got. Click on the rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner, and that will take you into our chat where we are also streaming on rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Please subscribe to that channel as well. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, the top of the page there, and also DLive.TV at the Sons of Liberty. And then those of you on my public and private Facebook pages, they still are allowing that for some reason. I don't know why, but they're allowing it to go out there. Uh, so, you know, any of you guys find me on Facebook for whatever that's worth now. <laughs> You can use that. Also, right up under where we're at is uh, streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you get one of those a day. And then if you are interested in our ministry email, you can pick those up at sonsoflibertyradio.com. And those are only once a week. 
Okay, they'll let you know what's going on with the ministry of the Sons of Liberty. And if you agree with our message, there's a donate button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you'd like to help us out, you can click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we appreciate each and every one of you uh, helping us, especially in this difficult time. Look, if it, I don't make a lot of money anyway. But if it's tight for me, I know it's very, very tight for you, some of you guys, and uh, you trust the Lord in that. You have, as the Bible says, a cheerful heart. And um, and if you want to do that and help us out, we we really do appreciate you very much. Our store is available this week. We're highlighting Bradley's uh, Deadlock Drum Pad. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know what this is, this is not like um, you know, your it's not like a drum pad like. You buy for your kids and they can hit on it and it makes the drum noises and all that. No, no, no. This is a, a metronome for drummers. Okay. <laughs> That's what this is. So if you're a drummer, if you got a drummer in your family, if you got somebody that you're wanting that is interested in drumming and uh, they can use one of these, nah, I'm telling you what, we haven't had a deal like this. They're normally $60 this week only through Saturday at midnight. You can get 60% off this bad boy. Okay. 60% off of them. Uh, a couple of my kids have these, and um, what is that? Twenty-four bucks, something like that. Use the promo code sixty drums, all one word, the number sixty drums, and uh, through Saturday at midnight, you can get them twenty-four bucks a piece. So you could buy like three, uh, almost well, okay, almost three of them for the same price. Uh, this week only, though, you got to get it this week. All right, a um, couple of headlines here, and I want to. Oh, let me let me make this announcement before I forget it. Because I forgot to do it Friday, then I forgot to do it Saturday. Some of you saw it on Facebook. Uh, a lot of you guys really appreciated Johnny Cerucci and the information that comes out uh, from him every time we've had him on the show. So we, instead of one announcement, I have two. Number one, Johnny has uh, agreed to graciously share his content with us at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. So he is now a contributor there, and we appreciate that very much. He's got two articles up today. I'm gonna, I'll name those off when we go through the headlines real quickly. And then two, Johnny will be joining us for a Slaying the Hydra episode every week on Fridays, as long as he can get in here, okay? Uh, so he'll, he'll be on starting this Friday, beginning every Friday he'll be on. So I'm, you know, we're really excited about that. Uh, when I asked him, uh, he said, yeah, I got a hole here that I've been trying to fill. And he says, this seems like it fits right in. And uh, so I'm very grateful to the Lord that uh, Johnny was excited about doing that. And so we're going to have him on every Friday. So that's that's wonderful, too. So we got Lynn, Johnny and Kate uh, regulars on. And um, so I'm I'm really happy about that. I really am. Uh, OK, so. Kate got a message from her yesterday. Um does not sound like herself at all. Um, yeah, she is. She said she was better, but she sounded really bad. I mean, her voice sounded really, really bad. So keep her in prayer. Um, she says a lot of people there in her area are experiencing it too. So it's very possible a lot of what she's experiencing may be... Um, some type of 5G related or some kind of an energy. I mean, it may, it may be something else, but that's my guess, uh, the, where that, that targeting is. So let's continue to keep Kate in our prayers, uh, asking the Lord to intervene and protect her and to make her well again. Uh, you know, we can do all we can do. That's why we have a health and wellness show to point back to the things the creator has given us that we keep ourselves healthy. But in the end, we are ultimately dependent upon God to maintain our health. We, we just are. We do our duty. We leave the results up to God, right? So there, there you go. Yeah, I had somebody uh, come in that was a smart mouth the other day uh, concerning Kate and saying, oh, you know, she's got the convent. And they were, they were kind of, yeah, they were being jerks. Anyway, um, headlines out of sonsoflibertymedia.com, and we'll get into uh, today's message. What does the Bible say about circumcision in a third temple? Oh, some of you guys will really like this. This is this is Johnny's. Uh, this is the first one I posted from him on Saturday. And uh, so I think you'll find that very, very informative at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, USA Today deletes 23 stories due to, quote, fabricated, made-up sourcing. Now, I want to know where NewsGuard is about this. I want to know where NewsGuard is. I'll bet they're not giving a big red X to USA Today for maintaining 20 
three stories. Not one, not an error, not... They had a writer. 23 stories make up fake sourcing. Now, did USA come out and today, USA Today come out and say that? Yeah, they did. They made the correction and pulled it. But after how long? <laughs> after how long? Oh, the hypocrisy of people like NewsGuard, the slack hecklers, and everybody else out there who cover for the establishment, but they go after the little guys over any little thing that they can twist. And I'm not saying we don't make errors here at the Sons of Larry Liberty. I, I've made them, and I've went in and corrected them. And they go, well, can you give us an example? Well, shoot, I don't sit here and keep score of where all my errors are. I make them, and I get on, I put it in there. You guys have seen it. We've done it on the radio just the other week, right? And I had to go do it in the article over the video. It's not like anybody's sitting here trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes except for people like NewsGuard. People like USA Today, people like CNN, who've been fabricating stories. They haven't been making up sources. They've just been fabricating stories for decades. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, all evidence suggests Joe Biden is a pedophile. Yep. So when are we going to bring him to justice? This guy, he needs training wheels for his bicycle. What is he doing in the People's White House? Seriously. When cops won't uphold the law, this is how parents deal with perverted drag queens uh, and the groom that are grooming their children. I, I'm just going to play this for you because uh, today's show is going to be a little bit different than how I normally do things on the show. But I'm going to play this one for you because it's, it's really great. These guys aren't going to let it go. They're just not going to let it go. And uh, good for them. They're standing up even for the... the Ignorant parents' children, these parents are bringing them in there to look at and listen to a man who is dressed up like a woman, which the Bible says is an abomination. Take a listen. So who brought the training? Who, who brought the pedophile? Hold on. No, thank you. Who brought the pedophile? We want to know. It's not optional. You have to wear the mask. Oh, we're medically exempt. Thank you, though. Please put your mask on. Who brought the pedophile? You must show that you're our subject. Know. It's for, well, then why is the pedophile here? Why did you, no, 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 we want to know why there's a pedophile here. We saw videos of what that thing does. Yeah. Why did you, uh, hey, it's got videos you see of what it wants to do to little children. Yeah. Why did you allow the pedophile? on YouTube of what it wants to do to little children. Why did you bring the pedophile? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, then why would you bring your children to a pedophile? Yeah, yeah. It's not vulgar. See, they You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. Why would you want to bring children to this? Why would you want to expose your children to this? Just to prove how tolerant you are a pedophile? This is the only thing I have a problem exposing children to. This. You want to expose your children to pedophiles to prove how tolerant you are. This is disgusting. It's sick. We need more men to do this right here. In every city that this is in. Look, we got a pedophile here. We're in Giants. Oh, man, I'll never support the Giants again. This is sick. You guys are sick. Look, they brought kids here. What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Tell me, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? This is sick. This is sick. Where are you? You guys should be disgusting. Call them. There's a pedophile here with children. Call them. This is disgusting. And how many of these have been caught? These poor children. What is wrong with you? When their history's known, they are pedophiles. Get out of here. You're not safe here. Get out of here. Yeah. Look, no, this is sick. You are sick. You are sick. Look at these poor children. It's all based on these poor children. These poor children. How dare you guys? You godless whores. You guys are sick. I like this guy. It's not okay. You're not starting it again. This is over. This is what men do when this comes to their town. No more, no more sick pedophiles here. No, that, you are sick. You are sick. At least the kids heard sick. the truth there. Would you like to see? Oh, there's a dude dressed in a as a female. 
It dresses a female. It's a, it's a character. Yeah. It's a, yes, it is. You anti-feminist Do woman. You know how many, how many drag queens? You guys are sick. You guys are sick. No, there's no fun. There's no fun. No, there is no enjoying children being abused. So thank you. You can leave. Amen. Yeah, we're here to protect the children because you won't. Oh, the poor tranny can't read to the children. Now that there's no kids in here, watch this video. Hey, thank you. Right there. Yeah, you like that, don't you? You sick fuck. All right, sorry about that. I did. I didn't catch the thing. All right, you get the idea. These guys didn't sit back. Apologies if anybody was offended at the language. I, I, uh, I, I if you want to strain at that gnat, okay, <laughs> for what the camel is that's going on here, fine. But I do apologize. I, I didn't mean for that. To go ahead. Anyway, the point is, is this: these men went and were men. They weren't saying, "Oh, would you please not do that?" It's just this is really bad. No, nah, they were calling it for what it was as a child abuse. You're, 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 in, you're, you're letting a criminal. You're, you're taking your kid. What parent in their right mind would knowingly take their kid and bring them to listen to a pedophile? Now, many parents may not have known this guy dressed up like a woman was a pedophile. Often they don't. It's people who go dig into the record, and we've done some of the reporting too, to show that some of these, many of these drag queens have criminal histories as those who abuse children. They do. It's just known. Uh, one that we had last year, and again, you can, I'm not going to play this one because uh, we're going to get on to our other stuff, but this guy right here, he's a preacher. And he went in and shut this thing down too, calling. This guy to repentance. Giving the gospel of grace that saves man from their sin. This is what this guy was doing. You can check that out at sonslibertymedia.com too. But uh, yeah, you can, you can check all these out. This is the um, article, When Cops Won't Uphold the Law, This is How Parents Deal with Perverted Drag Queens Grooming Children. Okay, You can see that at sonslibertymedia.com. All right, real quickly, two more, and then we're going to tie in one and... Hit some other stuff because this is going to be kind of an amalgamation of different things today. Okay. Congress introduces, they finally introduced it. Remember, I told you they were proposing it. Now they've introduced it a ridiculous $1,000 or 1,000% tax on AR 15s or weapons like them. Our founding fathers would have been up in arms by now, literally. They, they would have. They would have. If something like this goes through, it would cost, if you bought a $500 gun, I don't know, several thousand dollars you would pay for that gun entirely because of the tax. Now, is Congress charged with taxation? Yes. There's one of your fatal flaws, America, in your Constitution. Just going to tell you. There's one of your fatal flaws in the Constitution. Taxation is a government assuming they have a right to the fruit of your labor. They assume it, and the people go along with it. It is theft. It's theft. And here we are. We've said, Congress, you can tax? Because we're stupid. Well, how are they going to pay for it, Tim? Well, why don't you go back in the early days of the United States and find out? It wasn't through taxing the people. I'm not denying some of the taxation would eventually trickle down into goods that the people bought. But if our forefathers got a little hot-headed over a 2 or 3% tax, what are, we, what are we enduring here? What are we tolerating from the tyrants that we mock and we joke about and we say how stupid they are? Who's the stupid one, people? It's not the tyrants. I mean, they're stupid in other ways. It's the people. The people are stupid for enduring it. They really are. Also, we found over the weekend another Disney employee is busted in an undercover child sex predator sting, and 12 were arrested in that. This guy was a bus driver 
They even have his mug shot, right? Got his mug up online. Um, he's still in his Disney uniform. This guy, when he wasn't pulling people around the park and maybe the buses are running late, he's out there taking pictures of himself in ways inappropriate to send to agents posing as a 15-year-old girl. That's what this guy was doing. And, and, you know, this isn't just specific to Disney, but if Disney's going to go out and defend it and get mad at parents for calling out their depravity and the things they're putting out to kids and stuff, then Disney, you got to own it. You got to own it every time because you're setting up an environment for which these kind of criminals grow. Just the way it is, right? All right. Now, what I want to do right now is I want to give you guys something that. I was just kind of blown away to know. I, I didn't know. Now, look, as a kid, I'm going to tell you, you'll find this really strange. My mom and dad, I'm a boy here too, right? My mom and dad had me the Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. You guys remember those things, right? <laughs> I, I thought they were like any other doll. Of course, for boys... Even Raggedy Andy, right? We're going to call him an action figure, right? So it's more masculine and stuff. Anyway. I, I came across this in Johnny's archives that he had written a month or so ago. And we put this up at the Sons of Liberty. Raggedy Ann, the real story. How many of you guys know the real story behind the Raggedy Ann dolls? Oh, you're going to like this one. You're going to like this one. This comes from, um, again, Johnny Cerucci, uh, and this is one of the things he posted here. It's got, there's an image. You guys will be able to see if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. Uh, you'll be able to go to this and check it out. It's on celebritymedia.com. They were patented September the 7th, 1950 by Johnny Gruel. His 13-year-old daughter, Marcella, was vaccinated without his consent at school for smallpox. That was back in the early 1900s. She subsequently died as a result. He created the dolls to stand as symbols for the dead children from vaccines. How many of you knew that? The dolls represent very real vaccine deaths and danger. Now, Johnny points out, you know, you get people like Snopes and all these people who want to poo-poo it, but, you know, they're going to give you their opinion and a lot of this stuff to not prove squat. Okay? And they'll say, oh, no, this didn't happen. This is not really what was going on. Blah, 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 blah. And um, what do we see here? Well, we see that this is exactly why he created these dolls. And I think it's very uh, important that you understand that. Uh, here's, here's a quote from a, a source, Epidemic Facts. And I don't know who runs that little website. It's a WordPress site. But here's what they say. Today, many people say that vaccination cannot have killed Marcella. Most say it was an unfortunate occurrence, but hardly the result of vaccination. Now, if you remember, Kate had reminded us about what went on in England. There was a particular, I can't remember the name of the town right now, but we did a show on it. And she pointed out that the, that the people were dying of the smallpox shot rather than alleged smallpox. Right. Most of it was unfortunate occurrence, but hardly the result of vaccination. In fact, the death certificate states that the cause of death was valvular heart disease of several years duration with a secondary cause of edema lasting 90 days. One theory is that an infected needle gave Marcella an infection that took hold on her heart, and that was the cause of death. The medical name for this condition is bacterial endocarditis. One of the interesting things Patricia Hall book, Hall's book brings up is that 10 days after Marcella's second vaccination, she came home from school complaining of pains in her legs, one of the first symptoms of Guillain-Barre syndrome. Now, we've heard about that, haven't we, over the past couple of years with these shots. After that, the disease quickly became so bad that Marcella had to stop going to school. This fits with rapid weakness and paralysis that accompanies GBS. And while heart disease is listed on the death certificate as the cause of death, GBS is known to cause cardiac and respiratory problems, even death, 
from these complications. The medical community has been trying to distance GBS from vaccination lately, but the fact remains that a strong association has existed since the 1976 flu vaccine was found to cause more cases of GBS than normal. In fact, almost every vaccine package carries warnings about GBS. Well, not the COVID because they didn't have any insert and nobody's given informed consent. So while we don't have a complete picture of Marcella's symptoms, early 20th century medicine was little aware of the possibility of severe reactions from vaccination. I don't believe that. I think those guys knew it back then too. That's just me. I think they knew it. It is possible that GBS from a vaccination killed Marcella Gruel. At least that's what her father thought. And uh, you can read the rest of that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Um, excuse me a second. I need a little something because my mouth is dry, very dry this morning. I'm going to give you a couple other things that tie in here with this. These are two videos that, are, that I uploaded today dealing with the vaccines. Now, San Diego, right? Remember, California had shut down... Given uh, There was a part of California, I don't know if it was a city or county, I can't remember, just all the information we put out. And this was about maybe a year and a half or so, right after the shot started. There was a, a, a town in California, they shut down the use of the shots because they were having so many adverse effects. Okay, So now, what's San Diego doing? Well, listen to this. See if we got some sound. Children of this age would be given in a much smaller dose. So Moderna's vaccine would be given in two doses, each a quarter of the strength of what an adult receives. That's given about four weeks apart. And then Pfizer would be split over three doses, each a tenth of an adult dose. The first two doses would be given three weeks apart and the final shot at least three months later. Now, the San Diego County children in this age group will be able to get vaccinated at their pediatrician's office, community clinics, and even some retail pharmacies. So San Diego County is telling families who already start making appointments for children under five to get those COVID vaccines. They really do think this will get approved. Again, a two-day meeting with the CDC is starting this morning at 7 a.m. We'll be continuing to give you any updates once we receive them. But if you're a parent thinking, I do wanna make an appointment for my child, Head to cbsstate.com, click the help button. You will find a direct link to Rady Children's Hospital's appointment list. You could do it there and read further information. Yeah, and don't forget to make an appointment with the funeral home for your child that you're going to offer to Molech out there, too. I mean, while you're at it. And and for this reporter, a uh, CBS 8 out there in San, in San Diego, um, when are you going to, to keep people updated on those very reports? 20-something thousand just by their numbers. Those are, those are the very low, 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 low end of people who've died in the past year and a half following taking these shots. When are you going to update the, the people on that? Maybe that ought to come into their, the equation of the parents determining, hmm, do I want to try to help my child should they get the alleged convids? Do I want to help them through that where they have... You know, a high 90%, almost 100% uh, chance of recovering from it. Or do I want to go stick this thing in them, which has 400 adverse effects? You've got millions of people around the world dying and millions of of people around the world having adverse effects. Hmm, let me see if I want to figure that out. Yeah, I think I'll just stay away from you guys. That's what parents would do if the Mockingbird media told them the truth. They'd tell them where they could stick that syringe. But they don't do that, do they? Nope. They keep encouraging you. Why? Because I'll bet you CBS 8 in San Diego is brought to you by Pfizer. 30 to 40% of their advertising. I'll guarantee you they've got, they've got their hooks in these people at the, local le- at the local media, just like they do in the big Mockingbird media. And here's another one. All these food plants, all this stuff, nothing to see here. You know, in the, in the almost hundred of them that we've been reporting on that have happened, these plants that have been destroyed, these, these, the, the cows that have died, all this stuff, they try to come up with every explanation they can think of, right, to try to deceive the people into thinking it's not really what you think it is. So here's something called the cube. I, I've never heard of it. It's, I think it's something out of Europe. 
But uh, take a listen to how the Slack hecklers come in and tell you, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not a conspiracy. This is, you know, we, we this is just normal. It's normal to have all these food plants and stuff, all this stuff. This is a normal kind of thing. Listen to this. We've been seeing a lot of these sorts of posts circulating on social media these past few days. In it, they claim that there is, has been an increase in fires at food processing plants in the U.S. in order to starve the population. And even politicians have gotten true. involved, such as Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, that insinuated on Twitter that maybe these fires were not accidental after all. And on Facebook, we've been seeing these sorts of posts, even suggesting that Bill Gates is behind all of this. Now, here in the Cube, we have fact-checked these claims, and we have found no evidence that suggests that these fires were premeditated in order to create some sort of national food shortage. And she'll and, and she'll keep she'll keep oh, I'm sorry. She'll keep doing that same song and dance until her belly's swollen and hungry. She'll keep doing it and she'll go, Oh, maybe we didn't fact check that so right. Or so well. Maybe we didn't do that. Now I, I got to tell you, I, I yesterday, as much as I could, I, I just stayed away from the computer. Um, <clears throat> my boys and I watched uh, that. There's a film called Midway. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, World War II. And uh, there's a lot of name actors, whatever. It's just it's fascinating. I, I, I appreciated the aerial stuff and what all was going on there. Anyway, we, that's that's what we're doing. So. Uh, we, we spent time to do that last night and then uh, went up to see my dad and um, some other things. So I, I was away. But when I came back in, I, I did look at a couple of things because we had to send out an email. And this one kind of, I don't know, it, it jumped out at me because, you know, today we're talking about uh, how the mighty are fallen. And almost every incident, except for the guys who were calling out the, the drag queens, we're facing the curses of God. We're, we're, we're facing those. And we spoke about them yesterday uh, at church. We were in Lamentations chapter 5, which I'm going to read to you this morning. Because, boy, even as we were going through that, just reading it, those of you, when I read it in a minute, you'll, you'll start to pick up on it real quick, the things that are going on in this country that was going on with wayward Israel, apostate Israel. But this is out of the New York Post. Why detransition teens regret changing genders? Now, look, you get to these adults, these, these drag queens, and they're adults. You get with these who are children and who are minors. Remember that the little boy Desmond is amazing or whatever, whatever it was? That's clearly child abuse. And I'll guarantee you, I'll guarantee you, and almost every person who engages in sodomy, lesbianism, they get in this transgender stuff, they get in this weird binary, whatever all this other stuff is, okay? I'll guarantee you somebody has abused them in some way or molested them in some way. Some predator, whether it's their mom and dad, whether it's a friend, an uncle, family friend, a stranger, whatever, I'll guarantee you they've been abused. And they've been made a victim of that, okay? However, when they turn it around and they begin to be the predator, there's not the same compassion I have for that person when they turn around and do it to another. It's been done to you, just... I have complete compassion for you. But for the others, it's something else. Why detransitioned teens? And they're not transitioning. This is, this is a fraud for these people who are doing these surgeries, who are putting these hormone blockers out to, to children or adults. It's a fraud. They're not transitioning into anything. They are engaged in mutilation. They're engaged in that which is unnatural. They're not, they'll never transit. Look, guys, you can cut your privates off all you want to. And you're still going to be a guy. You just ain't going to have your privates. 
I, I don't know how to make it any more clear. You can pump up your chest to make it look like you have breasts or have surgeries or do whatever you do. You're still going to be a guy. You're just going to look like you have women's breasts. Same thing with the, with the woman. I don't I don't even know how the surgeries work or whatever. Where they cut off their breasts. And, it, and I'm going to read you the story. I mean, it's just heartbreaking to hear what some of these go through. And yeah. Listen to this. Listen to this testimony. This was a, a little 12-year-old girl. I want you to and then uh, hear what she has just a couple of years later following this, quote-unquote, detransitioning. I was failed by the system. I literally lost organs. When Chloe was 12 years old, and this is Chloe here, okay, um, as she should be on the right, and what they had formed her to thinking she should be on the left, when she was 12 years old, she decided she was transgender. She just decided this at 12 years old. Most 12-year-olds um, in our country today, many of them, can't even cook a meal for themselves. But what in the world are they being allowed to determine that somehow they're going to change their gender? At 13, she came out to her parents. That same year, she was put on puberty blockers. So, so mom and dad... Didn't love her enough to correct her and say, no, honey, you know, we saw you when you were born. We changed your diapers. We, we know who you are. We know what you are. And you're just confused. And we're going to come alongside and help, you know, straighten out that confusion. They didn't love Chloe enough to do that. Put her on puberty blockers and prescribed testosterone. At 15, she underwent a double mastectomy. At 15. How is this not child abuse? Seriously. Is 15 still not considered a minor? Now look, I'm one who thinks we need to get back to the way it was, used to be. You know, kids, when they're in mid-teens and they're going through puberty, they, all that kind of stuff, that's God's way of telling us as parents, look, their minds should be caught up with their bodies. Their bodies have developed into such a stage that they're ready to procreate. That's the whole point of puberty, right? <laughs> it's, it's to take a boy and make him a man. It's to take a girl and make her a woman. And we keep exchange, adding out adolescence to that. So now people are getting married in their mid to late 20s, 30s, before you know they're, they're entertaining marriage. But at least for today, 15's a minor, right? She gets a double mastectomy, and less than a year later, she realized she had made a mistake all by the time she was 16 years old. Now, mom and dad didn't point out you're making something here, okay? Now 17, Chloe is one of a growing cohort called detransitioners. Now, if you remember, a couple of years ago, I gave a story out of uh, England where they were having a lot of these young women who had had the same thing Chloe had, and they they were angry when they figured out, look, I was just in a state of confusion, and they exploited me over it. In fact, we had um, investigative journalist Corey Lynn on the show to talk about that exploitation of what they call transgenders. Just It's just boys and girls who are confused about their gender. And it's, you know, lots of people have had that. They've, for whatever reason, that they become confused about their gender. And somebody has to step up and love that child enough to correct them, not to let them go on in their delusion. So, the detransitioners are those who seek to reverse a gender transition, but it's, again, it's not a gender transition, it's a mutilation of the body. And again, words mean things. They, they mean things. This is why, even for me, there are things I was taught to say, phrases I was taught to say, and you guys have, I've told you, I try to repent of that when I catch myself using things like, good luck. What? Luck has nothing to do with life. I had to change it to good providence, you know, <laughs> that God give you good providence. We need to form our words and our thoughts according to 
what the truth is, not according to what the world wants to conform us into its mold on. So, tragically, many will struggle for the rest of their lives with the irreversible medical consequences of a decision they made as minors. I can't stay quiet, said Chloe. Chloe, I need to do something about this and to share my own cautionary tale. Okay? I'm going to get by this because New York Post sometimes is just as bad as the daily snail out there uh, with some of the images and stories that they cover here. In recent years, the number of children experiencing gender dysphoria in the West has skyrocketed. Yeah, because they're they're just doing it. They're pushing it in the Mockingbird media. They're pushing it through corrupt politicians. I mean, you know, senile old usurper Joe, the sniffer-in-chief, groper-in-chief, illegitimate man in the People's White House, Biden, just did this thing about that, about, you know, pumping these people up and parading, quote-unquote, pride. Do you guys know the Bible says pride goes before a fall? One of the things that God hates, and you often hear this brought up with abortion, is the hands that shed innocent blood. He also hates a proud look. Don't you find it interesting that those who are the most at war with God Battling what is natural. They're fighting against what is most natural. Their gender, their sex. They're the ones who come out and proclaim their pride. By the way, we as believers, we shouldn't be using pride. We shouldn't be using the term, I'm proud of this, or I'm proud of that, or I'm proud of my kids. No, no, no. You should be saying, I'm thankful to God for this. I'm thankful to God that he's worked in the life of my kids. I'm thankful to God for their talents. Let's give God glory. Let's take back our language and give God glory for what he has done. They go on to report, exact figures are difficult to come by, but between 2009 and 2019, children being referred to transitioning treatment in the United Kingdom increased 1,000% among biological males and 4,400% among biological females. Meanwhile, the number of young people identifying as transgender in the U.S. has almost doubled since just 2017, according to a new Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report. See, they'll give you the truth, but the, the, the media won't put it out there. Now, the New York Post is putting out there, but you won't hear this in the Mockingbird media. No, they're going to push this stuff because they're trying to destroy the next generation. If they can't destroy them, they're going to control them. And this is the way they'll do that. This is the way they'll do that. And um, here, here's another one. Helena Kirshner. 23-year-old detransitioner from Cincinnati, Ohio, who was born a biological female. And look, I mean, this is, this is her. This is, the one on the left is her as the pretended boy. It's not that she's an ugly-looking young woman. I don't, I don't know what gets in the mind of the people to say, oh, I, I think I need to be a boy. But listen to what, what happened. First felt gender dysphoric at age 14. She says Tumblr sites filled with transgender activist content spurred her transition. She didn't know they were exploiting her. I was going through a period where I was just really isolated at school, so I turned to the internet, she recalled. In her real life, Kirshner had a falling out with friends at school. Online, however, she found a community that welcomed her, of course. And it's a, cult, it's a cult mindset, too, by the way. Cults do this. They welcome you in, make you think they love you, and they slap the change. It's like Hotel California, right? You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. My dysphoria was definitely triggered by this online community. I never thought about my gender or had a problem with being a girl before going on Tumblr. She said she felt political pressure. Political pressure! To transition to. Quote, the community was very social justice -y. Ah, isn't that nice? There was a lot of negativity around being a CIS, heterosexual, white girl, and I took those messages really, really personally. Yeah. I, 
Chloe Cole. Maybe this was Chloe. I'm sorry. I mean, no, that was Helena. I, I thought I had it right. Chloe Cole, 17 year old student in California, had a similar experience when she joined Instagram at 11. I started being exposed to a lot of LGBT content and activism, she said. I saw how trans people online got an overwhelming amount of support and the amount of praise they were getting really spoke to me because at the time I didn't really have a lot of friends of my own. I, I think about these are just a couple of girls. How does how do these young girls how do they get the mindset that they think they need to transition into looking like a man? Because that's what it is. It's just to look like a man. It's not to be a man because you can't do that any more than I can transform myself into a woman, which I don't want to do either. How do these kids get to that? I can tell you part of it is God turning the nation over to that, and these are some of the consequences to it. And if there happens to be some young men, young women, and I speak in the terms of minors, maybe even older, the message is for you too. And you say, man, I went through this and I just feel horrible. You know what? Yeah, you made some bad choices. Your parents probably made some bad choices in letting you make those bad choices. But there's hope for you, too. God saves all sorts of sinners. All sorts. And, you know, thank God in both of these cases, these girls at least recognized, after they'd already made the mistake, but they recognized, I was wrong in thinking like that in the first place. And nobody... Nobody would correct them. Just give them what they want. And it's, it's really, really sad. I, when I saw this, I, I just I thought, boy, how we've gone down the tubes here in America to where even our soldiers are doing this stuff. The soldiers in America's military engage in sodomy, lesbianism, dressing up like women. The men are. Yeah, our enemies are quaking in their boots, boys. And I'm not for a standing army, but I see it, and I'm like, if I was, if I was the enemy, I would think America's a joke. Weak, pathetic, right for the plucking. Here's something that um, I want to read two passages of Scripture. I hope, I, I hope I'm going to wrap it up within the hour. If not, it will go over just a little bit. I promise it won't be 45 minutes. But here's the thing. I want to take you to a couple of places. Those are just some of the things going on. I mean, we can point to the attacks on our rights, the, the, the unjust system, the debt money system. All of this stuff is a result of the people abandoning the Bible. And its teachings. I mean, and we've been doing it for decades. We really have. This is longer than the 60s. It's longer than the 50s. It's longer than the 20th century. We started doing this in the mid of the 19th century. We started to embrace socialism and Marxism at the time. I've told you about Lincoln. And I've told you about what started to come after him. And it's really sped up. I mean... You, you just didn't hear about this stuff when I was a kid. You just didn't hear about it. Isaiah, chapter 26. Listen to the people, or listen to what the prophet says about the people, and I want you to notice when we get into verse 10 what he says. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for the walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep in, per in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. For he bringeth down them that dwell on high, the lofty city, 
He layeth it low. He layeth it low even to the ground. He bringeth it even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. Thou most upright dost weigh the path of the just. Yea, in the way of the ju- thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Now, listen, pick up on that. If you, if you don't catch anything else today, catch this. When thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn what? Righteousness. Keep that in mind because we're going to go to another passage in a minute. You're going to see how that actually takes place. And then he says, let favor be showed to the wicked. Let grace or, well, what they would call common grace. I don't like that term. I I just don't like that term. God gives grace to his people. He does not give it to all men. Okay? Let favor be showed to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. What does he learn righteousness from, guys? What does it say? When thy judgments are in the earth. That's how men learn God's righteousness. By his judgments, not by his grace. In the land of the uprightness will he deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. This is Isaiah chapter 26. So what happens when you are when when favor when when blessings abound to the wicked? Do they learn to be righteous? Do they learn righteousness? Nope. They learn just to be more wicked. They learn to be more wicked. Now, going to the passage that we had, I'm going to see if I can kind of whittle this down a little bit. But I don't think I'll be able to. So we may have to go over a little bit. If you want to finish this, at sonsoflibertymedia.com, okay? Lamentations chapter 5. Listen to this. Again, this is written by Jeremiah. Remember, O Lord, what has come upon us. Consider and behold our reproach, our inheritance. Tell me if you don't hear in these words what God is doing in the United States today. Okay? Our inheritance is turned to strangers. That's foreigners. Our houses to aliens. He's not talking about little gray, green men from the sky. He's talking about foreigners. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money. Our wood is sold unto us. Wood. Frozen. You know, grows on the land. But we're going to buy it. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers have sinned and are not, and we have borne their iniquities. Is that not what God says in the third commandment? Is that that not what he says? You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And then the one before that, you shall have no carved image, likeness of anything in heaven above or the earth beneath or the waters that are under the earth. Right? And then he says, don't go on to serve those gods. For God shows his hatred towards what? Those who are doing these things to the third and fourth generations. But he shows mercy to thousands for those who love him and keep his commandments. And in Lamentations, it continues on. Servants have ruled over us. Servants have ruled over us. How many times have we talked about these politicians, the police force, judges? All of those are servants, and yet they act like they're little tyrants to rule over us. Servants have ruled over us. There is none that doth deliver us out of their hand. We got our bread with the peril of our lives because of the sword of the wilderness. Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. They ravish the women of Zion and the maids of the cities of Judah. Princes are hanged up by their hand. The faces of elders were not honored. 
Catch us on SunsLibertyMedia.com for the rest of this. Just a few minutes over. Catch Bradley at 3, and then we'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing, at 6 a.m. See ya. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Let me get a little drink here because mouth's dry this morning. I don't know what's going on. All right, back to Lamentations. He says, They took the young men to grind, and the children fell under the wood. The elders have ceased from the gate. That's the place where they render judgment. You want good and godly men at that gate, okay? The young men from the music. The joy of our heart is ceased. Our dance is turned into mourning. The crown is fallen from our head. Woe unto us that we have sinned. For this is our heart, for this our heart is faint. For these things our eyes are dim. Because of the mountain of Zion, which is desolate, the foxes walk upon it. It was interesting. Um, yesterday, you know, my pastor, he was talking about this. He was talking about the fox being sly and cunning and kind of shy. In other words, he does what he does sort of under the cover of darkness. And yet Jeremiah says, the foxes walk upon the mountain of Zion. Yeah, we got a lot of foxes, and I don't mean that in the term us guys used to talk about about young ladies years ago. I mean, we've got devils who are walking upon the mountain of Zion, if you will, the, the halls of government and such here in the United States. Thou, O Lord, remainest forever. Thy throne from generation to generation. Wherefore dost thou forget us forever and forsake us so long time? And listen to what he says. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord. And the when you see Lord there in the all uppercase letters, this is the this is the covenant name of God. We shall be turned. Renew our days as of old. So what does Jeremiah say here? He knows the people need repent. He's been preaching repentance. Read Jeremiah. He's told them what's coming. You're getting 70 years in Babylon. This guy, Nebuchadnezzar, is going to come take you and your children. He's going to put you in, in, in captivity. He knows the need for repentance, but what does he say? Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and what? We will be turned. Grant to us repentance and we'll be repentant. This is why people that will not acknowledge the sovereignty of God in the redeeming of man have missed the point of the gospel. The gospel is to glorify God. This is why when the preacher preaches the gospel, he is not so much preaching to men as he is to God. Stop and think about that a second. 2 Corinthians, I believe it's the first chapter there. Didn't pull it up, but it's the first chapter. If it's not, it's in the second chapter. I'm pretty sure it's the first. Talks about the fact that the carnal man cannot. It's an issue of ability. It's not an issue of permission. It's an issue of ability. He cannot comprehend, understand to the point of doing something. He can mentally assent to it, but he can't do something with the things of God because he can't understand them. He might can regurgitate back to you what he's heard, but he can't take them, make them his own, and then go do them. It's impossible for him to do it. This is what the fall has done to man. And part of the gospel, this is why when Bradley says, you know, they used to preach 90% law and 10% grace, the, the, the effect of the gospel, and that is the gospel, by the way, it's not just grace. There's the law to, to point out that sinners need a savior. That's why the gospel has to be preached as though we're preaching it to God. To honor Him with the words of our lips and the message that He has given. Why? Because the reality is, if we 
know anything about scripture is the men that we preach to are dead in their sins. What do dead men do? Well, they do a couple of things. They rot and they stink. That's it. And that's just from the nature of being dead. It's not that they're doing anything to make it any of that. That's the nature of being dead. And again, I take you back to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel preaches to the Valley of Dry Bones, does he not? Nobody listening, just God, right? You believe these bones? I don't know, Lord, you know. Well, then preach to them, prophesy to them. He begins to do that. The wind comes along, which Jesus says is a picture of the Holy Spirit, John chapter 3, when he's talking to Nicodemus. And he's talking about being born again. And what happens? As he prophesies, the Spirit of God goes forth, brings those bones together, slaps some muscles on them, slaps some flesh on them, pulls them together, and he says, this is the whole house of Israel. And no, he wasn't talking about just some little postage stamp piece of land with some people in it. He's talking about the people of God. Did Ezekiel make those bones live? Nope, God did. And he did so by the preaching of the truth of his word. That's what he did. And here's Jeremiah. He understands that. Jeremiah has been ridiculed. He has been threatened. He's been thrown into a pit. He's, he's called the weeping prophet, prophet for a reason. Nobody wants to be around him. They don't like him because of his message to them. They love their sin. They do not love the covenant God that brought them out of Egypt, out of the bondage of slavery. And what does Jeremiah do? He cries out to God to turn the people. Yes, he's calling the people to repentance. But he knows without God sweeping in, bringing his mighty wind, and blowing the breath of life in them, they will not live. And so the message, man, you know, any of these young ladies that I read off, any of these young men who've been in this, you know, this gender confusion stuff, I got hope for you. The God who made you the way you are loves sinners just like you so much that he sent his son and he took it so serious because he's a just and holy God, he can't let your sin go. He's either going to have to punish you for it or that punishment's going to fall on his son, the Lord Jesus. It's one or the other. Because if he just lets it go, he's not just or holy. He's just as corrupt as every other judge on the face of the earth. But that's not our God. He is just and he is holy. And he is righteous. And you remember, the wicked, they don't learn righteousness from God's grace. They have to learn it through his judgments. Let all men learn through the judgment that was put upon Christ on the cross of how serious God is about our sin. Our violations of his law. That's what sin is. The mighty have fallen. They have. The United States is no different than other countries throughout history who have rebelled against God. And they face the same kinds of judgments. And those judgments are to teach men righteousness. The gospel is to call them out from under that judgment, under the blessings of the gospel of grace. Don't speak about grace to me if it's never changed your life. If it's never altered your thinking, if it's never altered what you say and what you do, and the intents of your heart. If it's never altered any of that, you know nothing of the grace of God. You really don't. I don't care what pastor told you to pray a prayer, go through the Romans road, read this track, walk this aisle, get baptized, get confirmed. What doesn't matter. If there's no change in your heart and mind towards the Father, to where you can actually call him Father. That's what we should be calling him, folks. When Jesus' disciples said, teach us to pray, he said, pray in this manner, our what? Father. We've not been brought in under a dictator. We've not been brought in under just any old body. 
We say Lord or Master. Yeah, we can use those terms. But we've been brought into a relationship with the Creator, and we can cry out, Abba, Father. The one who adopted us, set his love upon us, gave us all things to enjoy, and made us heirs and joint heirs with his son, the Lord Jesus. That's the hope I have for some of these young people who've been let to go here because somebody didn't love them to tell them enough. You're just confused. Give it time. Let's talk. And is it just them? There's others who have been exploited. There's others who've been molested. I'm I'm sure there are people in the sodomite community and the lesbian community and such who have been abused and molested by people. And it's just instead of them recognizing that they're not at fault, it's the other people doing the, the crime against them. They embrace it. And then later on, they will become the predators just like those people. Listen, the message is the same for you as it is for the adulterer, for the fornicator, for the uh, liar, for the thief for the idolater, for the covetous man. It's to repent. But God must turn us, and if he would but turn us, if he would show mercy to us, real grace, then we would be turned, and he'd be glorified in that. Guys, I hope you have a great day. Uh, Bradley will be on at 3, and uh, we'll be back with you in the morning again at 6 a.m. Lord willing, talk to you then. See ya.